Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, man? Welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I'm James Yarko, flying solo yet again. But you can check out everything my co-host David Harrison and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Would like to welcome in all of our new as well as our returning listeners. If you're new to the show, please subscribe. Leave a five-star review. We really appreciate it. It helps us out, and it helps fellow Buccaneers fans find us. Coming up on today's episode... And Dominican Sue met with the media after his re-signing with the Buccaneers was made official this morning. The Buccaneers have a new quarterback of a division rival that they will be facing twice a year. But first, we have to continue talking about exactly what I said we were going to continue talking about on yesterday's episode, and that is the continuing Antonio Brown saga. So let's talk about Antonio Brown for a moment. Yet again, it almost seems like it was a few weeks ago when we had to talk about Chris Godwin every single day because nothing was happening, but at the same time things were happening. Well, nothing has happened, and yet still something has happened. The Buccaneers posted on their social media pages, shout out Jill Beckman, that all of their 22 Super Bowl starters have returned. This is nothing New Well, I, I mean, I guess it's new for the Buccaneers social media because the signing became official with Indomitian Seuss. And now officially all 22 starters of Super Bowl 55 have returned for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And on Instagram, Antonio Brown commented, sign AB and tagged himself in the comment. Now... Devin White responded to this by saying, waiting on you. So not sure if that was a, hey, we're waiting on you to resign or, hey, we're waiting on you to come back. We want you back, yada, 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 however you want to look at it. But it appeared to me that somebody forgot to switch from their main account to their burner account. Now, some in the Bucks Nation group chat said, I don't know, I could see Antonio Brown being the kind of person that refers to himself in the third person. And while I agree, it seemed kind of odd to tag himself in the comment. I mean, if he was going to you know, post from his main account, why wouldn't he just say, sign me, instead of sign at AB? Now, this goes back to what I talked about yesterday. They're waiting on you, man. You have your offer out there. The only person that, you know, needs to sign AB is AB. The Buccaneers have made offers. This is known now. Bruce Arians and Jason Light have come out and said, we have made offers to Antonio Brown. There have been reports like by Mike Garofalo on NFL Network that the Buccaneers have an offer on the table for Antonio Brown, but the money isn't what he wants. So to go out there and comment, sign AB, well, dude, you can sign anytime you want to. The offer is there. Gil Arcia, our leader over at BucksNation.com, wrote up that the Seahawks, although Russell Wilson wants them, 
really haven't made a major play for Antonio Brown. So the Buccaneers are waiting on you, man. You want them to sign you, then sign the contract that's in front of your face. Again, proving, quote unquote, you can't see me because I'm podcasting, but I'm using air quotes, proving yourself for 12 weeks isn't really proving yourself. You were on a great team. You went on to win a Super Bowl. You had a really nice run there the last six weeks, including the playoffs. But you still have a court case pending. There are still off-field concerns surrounding your character, surrounding you as a person. We know Antonio Brown can play football. But if he thinks he's going to get guaranteed money thrown in his face the way he did by the then Oakland Raiders, he's insane. It's not happening. The only way teams in the NFL are going to sign Antonio Brown if they are smart franchises is incentive-laden contracts, minimal guarantees. You show up, you behave yourself, you stay out of the news for the wrong reasons, you produce on the field, then you'll get paid. Otherwise, you're going to be sitting around twiddling your thumbs, waiting and waiting and waiting. Because it doesn't make any sense for a team to throw guaranteed money at him just for him to screw up again. So the the Instagram comment to me was very interesting. It was very telling that he wants to come back. There's no doubt about it. He wants the Buccaneers to sign him back. But the ball is in his court. All he's got to do is pick up a pen and sign on the dotted line because the offer is out there. Everybody's just waiting on Antonio Brown. Coming up next, we are going to listen to some of Indomitian Sue's media availability after his signing became official to return to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a one-year deal. But first, we have to give a shout-out to some friends of ours, and that, of course, is our buddies over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action Football might be over. The national championship for men's college basketball was last night. Incredible game. I haven't seen it. I'm recording before the game, but we know it was incredible. Congratulations to Gonzaga. The NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, all in full swing. And hey, it's Masters Week. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. Again, promo code Locked On, all one word, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with Locked On Today. Our hosts update you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of all of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. James Yarko here. BucksNation.com. Follow along on Twitter at JayArco underscore Bucks. Follow David, who will return tomorrow at DHarrison82. 
excited for David's return, but in his return, I will be absent, so he and I will reconvene for the Thursday episode. Uh, have some things to talk about, though, regarding Indomitian Sue, who officially signed back with the Buccaneers, and he met with the media on Monday. And first up, we have Rick Stroud asking him about his decision to return to the Buccaneers and what he expects out of this season. Tom Brady gets a lot of uh, publicity for tossing the Lombardi Trophy across the river, but I didn't see him dance with it like you did. Um, how much of, of the fun that you had last year, you know, you've accomplished everything in this game in Domicon. Why, why come back and play another year and, and why stay here in Tampa? Yeah, you're right. Uh, I've been super blessed from the standpoint of being able to have a ton of individual accolades in this past year, finally had the opportunity to be a part of being one of a linchpin in the success of, of a dominant defense uh, to lead our ways through the playoffs, but at the same time, close out uh, a Super Bowl win in, in great fashion. I couldn't have really wished a better way or a better layout of how the game was kind of put on our shoulders to take no credit away from our offense because they did an amazing job putting all those points on the board. Uh, but we expect that from it. Um, and so at the end of the day, uh, I wanted to have an opportunity to come back with a group of guys uh, that have an opportunity to potentially go back and, and earn another ring. Uh, and the thing about it is when you look at what we've been able to accomplish last year and then also the ability of all the bad things that we went through uh, and that we in encountered in ourselves, imagine us cleaning that up even more than adding depth to our particular uh, team with the draft and obviously Mr. Light's going to do some amazing stuff uh, as he's done throughout free agency and, and, and finding other guys to fill in particular voids and more depth. Uh, I think, again, the sky's the limit for us. We just got to continue to hone in, understand what coach uh, Aaron's wants from each and one of us and, and, and really embrace our roles. And so I'm excited. Again, that was Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times talking to Indomitian Sioux. And look, it, the signing of Indomitian Sue made all the sense in the world. We know he loves Todd Bowles. We know Todd Bowles loves having somebody like Indomitian Sue there lining up next to Vita Vea in the middle of his defense. But Sue's absolutely right. This absolutely is a dominant defense. How long has it been since we've been able to say that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a dominant defense and it starts up front? David and I laid it out when we were heading into free agency, how important Indomitian Sue was to this defense. He and Vita Vea on the interior, creating opportunities for Levante David and Devin White up the middle, setting up opportunities for Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaquille Barrett on the edges. The, the Buccaneers' ability and Todd Bowles' ability to create these blitzing schemes and create this pressure on opposing quarterbacks is what has made this secondary jump to the level that it played during the postseason where Sean Murphy Bunting was getting interceptions. Antoine Winfield Jr. was getting interceptions and forcing fumbles. Devin White was recovering fumbles. Carlton Davis was shutting down the people in front of him. Everybody played so well, and it was all because of the collective. It wasn't one shining star. It was everybody. Nacho was getting involved. Vea was wreaking havoc. It was a sight to behold. Mike Edwards, who uh, I guess is throwing out the first pitch of the, at the Reds game on Wednesday. Maybe I should 
take the 40-minute drive down to Cincinnati, see if I can talk to him. But he was the one that got the final interception against the New Orleans Saints and, and put that final nail in the coffin there for Drew Brees and in the division rival New Orleans Saints. So it, it's all about the collective, and, and we've talked about it going all the way back to our first podcast. It's like an orchestra. All the different pieces have to flow together in order to make beautiful music. And that's exactly what the Buccaneers did. And they will continue to get better. That's what makes this so great. And Indomitian Sue is going to talk about that a little bit coming up. But first, we had a question from Greg Allman asking Indomitian Sue about the lack of defensive touchdowns in 2020 and how they can improve that in 2021. Hey, Dominic, when you think about ways this defense can get better, the one that if there's one place you guys took a step back this past season was just scoring touchdowns. You guys had like six touchdowns as a defense in 19 and couldn't get in the end zone as much. Is there a key to that? I mean, obviously the offense did a really good job of taking your takeaways and turning them into points, but, but how you guys can get back into that uh, here in 21. Uh, myself, uh, personally, I, I can pick up some more fumbles and return them uh, as I did in the, in the previous years. Uh, but I think it's just continuing to understand. Uh, I think when we actually look back, if you go back into the Green Bay game and it's in some of the other games where we got those interceptions or we got those fumble recoveries, we have to work on taking the, the guy who made that fumble or uh, uh, that dropped that pass or whatever happened. We got to make sure we take them down because they're usually the guy that's sprinting to go and make that up. And, and that's really if you look at statistics, that's usually the guy that's that's coming back to make that play and preventing it. So understanding those nuances, those keys, I think that as, as a whole collective defense, we understand those pieces will be able to get better and be able to find the end zone a lot quicker because, like you said, or like I said before, when I was able to get in the end zone and other guys were in the end zone, we took care of those guys. We did proper blocks and cleared the way uh, and made plays and they ended up being scoring plays. But it's also a good thing to – just put it like on the five, 10 yard line, get a quick rest, let our offense do the, the, the final finish, finishing touches, and then we can come back out and get another stop. So I'm good as long as we get points. <laughs> Again, Greg Allman of The Athletic there asking Indomitian and Sue about the touchdowns. And I, I'm not going to lie, I put this question in there because I loved Indomitian and Sue's answer of he doesn't mind them getting the ball back to the five or 10 yard line, catching a quick breather and letting the offense put up more points, letting Tom Brady pad the stats, letting Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, playoff Lenny, Rojo, whoever it is, pad a little bit of stats, let them catch a breather so they're ready to go out there and make another stop. But, yeah, I mean, you you take a look at it, and this, this defense really didn't score a lot of touchdowns. I think they had one. The only one that I can remember off the top of my head in the regular season anyway was Jamel Dean's pick six of Aaron Rodgers. I know they got close a couple times. Sean Murphy bunting got real close in that divisional round against the New Orleans Saints when he returned that interception down inside the five-yard line. But the the offense was opportunistic, especially in the postseason, especially against the New Orleans Saints. They were having a hard time moving the ball the length of the field, but the defense kept setting them up with these short fields, and they capitalized. And that's the true definition of complimentary football. The offense was having trouble moving it. The defense said, you know what? I got you. We're going to intercept the ball. We're going to force a fumble. We're going to create a short field. You guys just finish it off and put points on the board. 
And Adamican Sue said it perfectly. He doesn't care. He doesn't care if he's getting a scoop and score. He doesn't care if Carlton Davis is returning one to the house. He doesn't care as long as the points are put up on the board by somebody. And as the Bucks continue to play that complimentary style, the better they're going to get. A full season of what we saw in the last three games against the Saints, the Packers, and the Chiefs, this team could be one of the most unstoppable forces we have seen in the NFL in quite some time. Finally, Kevin O'Donnell from Fox 13 asked him about how this defense, this dominant defense, can get even better. I got to ask you, I know we heard a lot last year that you guys felt you were going to get better in year two. Um, I know a lot of that was directed with, with Tom Brady, but where do you think defensively you guys can get better? I mean, it looks like you peaked uh, at least for last season in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think there's a lot of ways that we can get better. Uh, I'd have to go back and look at the film uh, as we will throughout one of the regular season in the playoffs. But just off the top of my head, uh, I would say we could do better in the run defense, uh, even though we were considered number one. Uh, but we gave up some big runs, especially like you look at the Minnesota game again. Uh, they dominated, dominated us, and, and then you go back and look at the Saints games. They were able to have uh, some big runs, especially when there were quarterback runs in different situations like that. Uh, and then in the past game, uh, I think we gave up some very, very uh, big plays. Uh, going back as early as the L.A. Chargers game, uh, we had a couple deep balls uh, that came over our head, which was a combination of uh, rush and, and coverage. So I think as a collective unit, we can get a lot better. Uh, we didn't finish as a number one defense, but that needs to be our particular goal in totality. Again, that was Kevin O'Donnell asking Indomitian Sue about how the defense can get even better. And this is why Indomitian Sue was such a great addition to this football team. And I realized there were some naysayers early on. I realized there were some people that had some reservations. I had some reservations about the original signing of Indomitian Sue, but this shows the leadership. This shows the desire. This shows that there is no complacency. He's talking about how they can get better as a run defense when they were the number one run defense. You can't get any better than number one, but they can make that number one status even better. And I absolutely love that. And he he talked about how they had given up some deep balls. And he wasn't saying, hey, the secondary needs to get better about those deep balls. The secondary needs to be able to put a stop to that. He was saying, it's on us as the pass rushers. And then the secondary was was getting beat. He was putting the blame on himself and his line mates for not getting to the quarterback and giving the quarterback too much time to allow those deep balls to happen. Because we know, we've seen it with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Over the past couple, well, not the past couple of years, but going back about 10 years, eight years, six years, you can have a good secondary. You can have talent in your corners and in your safeties. But if you're giving quarterbacks five, six, seven seconds to throw the ball, the secondary can only hold up for so long. So Adamican Sue came out and he said, look, this is a problem. We need to get better at getting to the quarterback so we're not giving up those deep balls. I love it. I love his attitude. I love the way he approached that question. Absolutely phenomenal stuff from 
and Dominican Sue. You know what else is phenomenal? Our friends over at rockauto.com, which is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals as well as do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Dot com. Segment three of the Locked On Bucks podcast coming up right after this. Wrapping things up here on a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. And the NFL draft is just weeks away, so it's time to start following our Locked On NFL draft duo. The Draft Dudes podcast watches every prospect so that you don't have to. And the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast is your daily draft news and mock draft podcast. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast and NFL Draft Dudes on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Wrapping things up here, talking about a trade that happened in the division, and it is Sam Darnold heading from the New York Jets to the Carolina Panthers. In exchange for Sam Darnold, the Carolina Panthers sent a sixth-round pick to the Jets in 2021, and they sent a second and a fourth round pick in 2022. Now, David tweeted out from the Locked On Bucks account that Sam Darnold is going to make a great backup to Teddy Bridgewater. Now, I don't know if he was guessing. I don't know if he was hoping, but I absolutely positively do not think that is what is about to happen. Sam Darnold, is going to be the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, which is just, it's wild to me. Really sitting here thinking about it, it is it is truly wild. And I like Sam Darnold. I think he has some, some decent traits. I think he has some talent. I think he was stuck with Adam Gase. Now, could he turn into the Ryan Tannehill away from Adam Gase type quarterback where he's a legitimate starter in the NFL and and could get the Carolina Panthers to the playoffs? Yeah, maybe. I don't think that will happen. Um, At this point, Sam Darnold may be a little too broken. But we're going to have to wait and see. But I, I don't think the Carolina Panthers make this trade if Sam Darnold is not their starting quarterback. You don't give up three draft picks for your backup. Now, what really stinks is the situation that Teddy Bridgewater is in now. He signed with the Carolina Panthers as their starting quarterback. Did he have a rough year last year? Well, sure, but the Carolina Panthers stunk. Christian McCaffrey was out for most of the season, but overall, that team stunk. That wasn't Teddy Bridgewater's fault. He kept them in some games that they probably should not have been in. Their receiving core is not good. They don't have a tight end. You know, Bridgewater was brought in 
basically in a rebuilding mode in a coach's rookie year who's coming up from the college ranks. So to to judge Teddy Bridgewater on last season as your starter and last season alone, I don't think was really fair to him. So the Panthers can't do anything with Teddy Bridgewater. If they release him, he, he takes up $22 million in dead cap. So they could try to trade him. I don't think anybody's going to bite on that. So you have now an incredibly expensive backup in Teddy Bridgewater. And honestly, I would take Teddy Bridgewater over Sam Darnold, but we'll see how this shapes out. We'll see how Sam Darnold does away from the Jets, away from the bright lights of New York, away from the pressure of the New York media, and away from the dumpster fire. I mean, granted, Adam Gase was already gone, but this gives the Jets' new regime a chance to pick their own guy, which we know they're now going to do with the number two pick. And they had no ties to Sam Darnold. They give Darnold a fresh start. They get a fresh start. This could turn in to a win-win for absolutely everybody involved. We're just going to have to wait and see how it plays out. With that, I am out of here. Thank you all so much for listening. Send us your voicemails, your questions, your would-you-rathers, your inquiries, anything you'd like to 813-444-5841. Or you can record a voice memo or send in an email to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. Check out everything David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked